Hello, and welcome to the College of Nursing segment on the Positive Health Podcast. For those of you who do not know me, my name is Andrew Snyder, and I am a co-host of the Positive Health Podcast. This podcast is an initiative my colleague and co-host, Jude Raphael, and I began as a platform for students in the interdisciplinary health sectors to explore a range of health issues through a positive lens, to provide awareness and literacy on current and emerging issues for undergraduate students at Kent State University. Today, I'm joined by Lauren Sauer, senior nursing student, Jennifer Matheny, associate lecturer for the Community Health Nursing course, and our special guest, pharmacology expert, senior lecturer, and program director of the RNWSN program, Dr. Diana Fleming, to discuss the topic of empowering yourself for health. Welcome, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Let's start with Jennifer Matheny. Would you like to share with our listeners a little more about the Community Health Nursing course? Sure, Andrew. Well, in in the senior year of the BSN nursing program, students take community health nursing. And in the clinical portion of that course, they follow preceptors in a variety of outpatient and ambulatory settings to learn how to care for patients in many different community settings. They also work as a group to assess a community, find strengths and barriers to health, and develop a project or intervention to address a specific community health issue. People and caregivers in the community need to be advocates for themselves and their loved ones. This requires a level of autonomous health literacy and self-management. And nurses, in particular community nurses, need to be adept at promoting those skills in patients within all areas of healthcare. The community health nursing students this past fall did an exceptional job demonstrating mastery of this skill. With that, I would like to introduce to you Lauren Sauer, who will tell you more about what her clinical group discovered through their community health assessment and the way they hope to help empower people through nursing intervention to achieve better health. Lauren? Thank you, Professor Matheny. Um, Hello, everyone. My name is Lauren Sauer, and I'm a senior nursing student. I'm here to share with you what my clinical group learned and accomplished this past semester. I think the best place to start is to talk about health literacy. Health literacy is a term often used in healthcare to describe how patients obtain, process, and understand basic health information and services that are needed for them to make appropriate health decisions, not only for themselves, but also for their loved ones. Our clinical group agreed, something we observe a lot in our clinicals and in healthcare in general, is the connection between a patient's health literacy and poor health outcomes. For example, one article we found interviewed a population of adults in a community setting on anticoagulant medications. These are also referred to as blood thinners. The study was conducted to determine the level of health literacy patients with a heart disease diagnosis had related to their medication regimens. The study concluded that 50 to 60% of the population being interviewed did not adequately demonstrate health literacy regarding their cardiovascular diagnosis or their medication regimen. The study supports our observations of the connection between poor health outcomes and patient health literacy. We believe as a clinical group that empowering people in the community to better their health literacy can help people become more active participants in their own care and the care of the community that surrounds them. 
Often in our nursing courses, we are tasked with coming up with a nursing diagnosis for our patient population. What that diagnosis does is identify a problem within that patient population and a relationship between that problem and any causative factors. We then take that diagnosis and conduct a literature review of what evidence-based practice interventions have been proven to help manage or solve that issue. Our nursing diagnosis is based on an assessment of the community of Portage County. The assessment performed by our group was conducted through what is referred to as a windshield survey. A windshield survey is when you drive around a community and talk to key informants. These are people who live and work in that community, about all areas impacting their health. We also assessed various community health data and reports from area hospitals, local health departments, and the state and federal websites to formulate our community nursing diagnosis. Our assessment determined that Portage County has a variety of health services available. However, things such as obesity, poor nutritious food options, multiple comorbidities such as higher instances of heart disease and cancer than the national averages, and a lack of wellness programs do exist in this county. All these issues are considered the evidence that led our clinical group to our main nursing diagnoses. Risk of ineffective health maintenance among the community related to lack of information and education about diagnoses and medications. Based on our own experiences as nursing students and feedback from our clinical preceptors last semester, we focused on the topic of ineffective health maintenance and we began conducting a literature review on the lack of information and education, or rather a lack of health literacy about diagnoses and medications. Evidence we found in the literature review led our group to create a pamphlet that allows a person to write down their medications, dosages, and allows them to take it to their healthcare provider during future health visits. The pamphlet is designed to make it easy to take with them, and it's also greatly beneficial for those who might not be technically savvy. We hope that by writing down this information in one place, the patient will be more knowledgeable about their health and treatment. We also provide reliable websites and ideas to continue to keep track of their health in the pamphlet. We are going to distribute these pamphlets in various public spaces such as stores, libraries, community centers, and healthcare facilities. Wow, Lauren, it's hard to believe your clinical group accomplished so much in just one semester. I couldn't agree more. Self-management of your health can be a huge barrier for all sorts of patient populations to achieve good health outcomes. I think the intervention you designed can be a great tool to help people overcome this obstacle, and I can't wait to see them spread throughout the community and public spaces. Now, let's bring in Dr. Diana Fleming to share her expert interpretation on the topic. Dr. Fleming? Hi, everyone. Um, as stated previously, health literacy is a huge factor in the proper management of chronic diseases. It's especially important in self-management. For years, patients did not question what the physician told them regarding their treatment regimen. They would just be given a, a medication and told to take it, and the patient wouldn't question as to why they were taking it or how this medication was going to help them, if it was going to interact with other medications. So today though, um, it's, it's really vital that patients take a lead role in managing their health and forming a partnership with their healthcare provider. 
Medications can become a source of potential danger for patients that do not or are not able to manage them. Patients can be unintentionally over-medicated or under-medicated, have numerous adverse effects or potentially fatal interactions. Poor medication management can lead to numerous health complications and may even result in death. Keeping an accurate current medication list available to not only the um, healthcare provider, but to caregivers is vital to coordination of care, thus preventing complications. This is such an important topic that needs to be discussed more among interdisciplinary health professionals. I would like to thank Lauren and Mrs. Matheny for sharing their findings with all of us and a special thank you to Dr. Fleming for providing us with an expert interpretation on the topic. We hope you will continue to listen and engage with the Positive Health Podcast segments, not only generated by nursing students at Kent State University, but also by other students of health and wellness across campus. If you have any suggestions or questions about the topic today, or would like to submit a topic for a future segment, you can email positivehealthpodcast at gmail.com. A link to this email can be found in the description of this segment at anchor.fm forward slash public health. On behalf of the Positive Health Podcast, I would like to wish all of our students good luck with their coursework this semester, and thank you for listening.